0: Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Jimmy Schramko. If he can't turn you on, you got no switches.
1: I dare you to Can come to the pub and do that announcement uh, well, when I walk into the room.
0: James <gasps> earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of your favorite internet marketing podcast. I'm Timbo Reed
1: Over there, on his board, in the
0: swell, Jimmy James Schramko.
1: Well, back from the swell, but I did have a surf this morning and it was amazing. Living the dream. Thought I'd get in there before I head off down to Melbourne. Last last taste of summer for a day or two.
0: Wow! Yeah, just before we hit record, Jimmy, you told me I had an ugly
1: child. What was the, what were the words actually about Melbourne? Given I've been born and bred here. Well, I was born and bred there too till I was six. Oh, it's it's nice to visit there very briefly. I really like coming back. Home. Now,
0: now the microphone's on. You're all
1: different. <laughs> I don't like going to Melbourne. Wow. I, do, I just don't. Hey. I don't get it. Sorry. We have coffee here and nice weather. I don't. I don't. There's no reason for me to go to Melbourne.
0: I know nah. you, you lack culture, but whatever. Whatever. Well, if
1: I, you know, I do go to other countries. Like go to places like London, and that's like a, an older Melbourne.
0: Hey, um. You know how you didn't come directly clean with uh, like what did you say about Melbourne before we hit record? It, it's something that I've been kind of interested in of late which is often when it comes time for a business owner to create marketing content or any type of content for their business, they
1: they, they become less conversational <laughs> and find it hard to be themselves well i'm just trying to be more polite these days i i I know that i'm usually direct. i don't want to offend all my fantastic melbourne customers yeah right Uh, and and it's not their fault either if if they're not living by the beach in a warmer climate how would they know what they're missing so they might not understand why i say that and i do feel somewhat qualified because i was born there I did live there for six years. I I do remember it, and I visited there oh, yeah, every you don't year. You
0: Remember anything when you're six?
1: Yeah, I do. I remember heaps. I remember my little sand pit. I remember the school. You're
0: 67 now. That's like 50. I remember being constantly grey
1: and drizzly. And yeah, well, it is today. I did hang out a lot with my babysitter's family, who were very much like the people in that movie, The Castle. Oh, I love that film. They were so like that with the Kingswood and everything. They were like. That was the family. Tell them they dream dreaming. And if, you, if you're listening to this and you've never watched The Castle, it is a classic Australian film.
0: We got it. Podcasting's a funny beast because generally we have a lot of people listening from overseas and I pretty much guarantee that anyone from overseas who watches The Castle
1: will not get it. Yeah, they probably won't get it. It's no, going straight to the if, if pool. you're not from
0: Australia. It's like lines,
1: but there are people like that. There are people like that and that's The Castle is one of my childhood memories of of Melbourne watching Brian Henderson on TV and stuff <laughs> playing uh, Lego and it's, it, it's great but I really just like where I live. Is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything Nothing wrong like with saying… Let it go, let it go. I, like, it go. I, like, I just trying, like being uh, yeah. at home and it's,
0: I know. you know… Homeboy. Homeboy. Hey, you said Melbourne clients before. Hmm. Clients versus customers. Yeah, well, I technically I suppose they're customers. A cli- What's okay. the difference? I always think client is if you're in a white-collar profession and a customer is something in retail. That's my weird kind of…
1: No, client is someone who's a custodian of your care. So the if you're at Mercedes-Benz, you want clients. It's a it's a higher service tag for a customer. But if you want to create a leveraged business where you're not personally having to look after every single one of them, then you probably want customers. Ah. Ah, they less important. I've actually had clients at Mercedes Benz educate me on this particular topic. I, I think customer is the lower term for it, so I probably say client. But then, if you read Built to Sell, I think it's mentioned in there that you don't want clients; you want customers because clients need customized work, personal attention, etc. And customers can be et etc. Cetera, et cetera? can be commoditized and productized and and. Turned into a system, so I guess towards the the person who's buying your stuff, you might address them as a client. But I think they're they're probably interchangeable for most people. But at Mercedes Benz, they were most definitely clients.
0: You got to remember, mate, we're on the freedom ocean. <laughs>
1: yeah, so we're more if we're right. taking a more relaxed approach, you can just yeah. say customers, people who who you know people who give you their custom, who buy from you, it's a customer.
0: Hey, you, you know what I'm reading
1: at the moment? What's that? Well, you don't like that's a stupid. I don't it was a it was a it was an ambitious question I'll give you that. <laughs> Hang on let me think 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 yeah Shanteram. It's an ambitious, like yeah 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 let me think of the yeah of the 5 billion titles.
0: <laughs> I've read that. It's too heavy. Get get sore arms reading that. Uh, and I don't do audio books. I'm reading uh, the autobiography, although I question whether it's auto. It's kind of written with a Rolling Stone journal, um, <laughs> slashes biography from Guns N' Roses. Man, man. If, if half of it's true, it's like the ultimate rock star story. I mean, it's horrific. I mean, you wonder how these blokes are still alive, the amount of drugs they did. But um, big learning, you know, is just like putting aside the fact that he was out of control, he loved his, his craft. Like he genuinely just had this deep, deep passion and respect for music, for the guitar in particular. Uh, and I just done I'd actually just finished Keith Richards' biography and it was the same. You know, like just this despite the fact that these guys are crazy, um, their deep respect and passion for what they do is is amazing. The old ten thousand hours
1: thing. And what do they call it?
0: What, that that, that love this book oh the book it's called um it's called slash
1: oh yeah yeah no i I get it i mean my son's so interested in guitars i could see the passion and the like john carlton said to my son just like you'll know you're interested in guitar if you play until your fingers bleed like they're that passionate about it well have you ever seen keith richard's fingers no man (laughs) it's not something
0: not pretty well well they're you know like they are swollen Weirdly, uh, at the tops, not the bottom, so they're quite thick up at the top. Yeah, Google Keith Richards' fingers. There you go. Just a little kind of bit of homework for episode eighty-one of James the Freedom Ocean Podcast. Where, as the wonderful lady up top said, Timbo's got a million questions and you've got a million dollars, and um, that was all. That all came out many years ago when we started this show about, hmm. like, I was of the view, right. As I said to you, I said, oh man, you must just be, you know, I sort of, I didn't know if I said to you, but I had a perception that you were hanging off a hammock with a MacBook and working two hours a day, right? That was my view of mm-hmm. internet marketers.
1: And we have. It's a common view, it's perpetuated by well, experts.
0: You're correct. By experts, by so self professed experts. You continue to see these kind of promotions.
1: Although I must say, there's, there's a bit of a, there is the other vein. Of uh, And I use that word carefully. There's mm. the other vein of expert who promote workholism. Wh- which is the other extreme. Right. And, and for some reason, that's supposed to be very impressive.
0: Yeah, well, that's, uh, and probably that exists more. I, I actually only interviewed a guy yesterday on the Small Business Big Marketing show. That is, uh, he's Australia's leading eBay seller for fishing tackle, right? Nailing right. it. Nail yeah. like doing big numbers from a little place up on the New South Wales coast, but isn't a shame to say that he works between twelve to eighteen hours a day, seven days a week. Right? Uh, so
1: what's the point of that? Well, well, we kind
0: of went there in the in the chat, and we can become subjective or we can be objective. For him, like he, he loves it. He uses the word addiction often. He knows he's kind of out of balance. He's got a family, but he, you know, he even sits on the beach with his iPad when the kids are running around. I mean, I don't agree with that, but again, you know, we're all on different
1: journeys, mate. So we're kind of um well, I've been we I've done look. I've done both extremes.
0: Well, I reckon when I met you, you were a bit like that. Although you were getting up you were getting up lateish.
1: Oh, definitely like 10 or 11 in the morning. But <laughs> <Not> working all <laughs> <laughs> well, like. Basically, I used to work a day job and my internet business, and then when I quit the day job, I it used that morning to sleep in and I'd still stay up at night like usual because I'd, I'd actually gotten into habit after two and a half years of staying up till three in the morning. That was my habit. My peak zone was 9.30 till 3.30 and I pretty much had the days off. So it was having a pretty cruisy day.
0: 9.30 at night.
1: Yeah, 9.30 at night to three in the morning was my peak zone because kids are in bed asleep, it's quiet, the internet speeds up. I had yeah, crappy yeah. internet. Correct. And – I literally couldn't work during the day sometimes because there was not enough internet. So by necessity, my habit had worked around that shift. It's very different now though. I wake up at six six thirty. Wake up with the sun. And i go to bed by ten thirty at night. So I go to bed. I think you probably you also wake up and probably what do you smash down an alfalfa for milkshake these days or uh, uh no but some I kind of green tea. No, I have a glass of water. I know that's Kale. Pretty, pretty tricky. Glass of water. <laughs> and uh and i'll uh, like this morning i just went for surf what a beautiful morning for surf and it was such good conditions and i I had the biggest smile on my face like at 8 30 this morning because i was doing something physical and i was enjoying it and it was and it was totally analog like really involving the senses and not a little device or small screen Then I can come back to do a couple of podcasts, which I've done done one just before this, and we're doing this one now. And then I'm going to fly down Melbourne see see all my friends in Melbourne, which is the reason I go. I go for the people. I go because
0: Jimmy, you are man of the. I want to see
1: the people, and I am. Catch up,
0: ladies and gentlemen, Mr. James Jimmy Shramko. If he can't turn you on. You got no switches.
1: I dare you to come to the pub and do that announcement uh, well, <laughs> when I walk into the room. <laughs> I would.
0: Today is my son middle boy's seventeenth uh, birthday, so oh, uh, I can't. Goodness. But uh, next time, I'll just, I'll, I'll just walk in, do that, and then leave. You know, like <laughs> that would be in a court jester's
1: outfit. <laughs> They'll say, "Who the hell is that?" Oh, that's Timbo. Everyone, <laughs> I know day, Timbo.
0: One day. Hey, um. Now, we got the internet marketing thing, mate. We have got a, a voicemail from a listener, Vineyard Paul. Take a listen to this. Hey, Jimmy James and Timbo Reed, Vineyard Paul here. I've got a question for your podcast. Am I the right person to become an internet marketer? What, what kind of person is, is best to join internet marketing? Oh, and, and, and another question, when do I get one of these internets to, uh, to sell? All anyway, right, thanks for the show, guy. I love the podcast. Cheers. Now, Jimmy, before we answer Paul's question, which is a bloody good question, and by the way, Paul's been a long time listener of my show, probably a listener of your stuff too, Jimmy. So, thanks, Vineyard Paul, VP, we call him James. I just I get belted up a lot about my dad jokes, right? Yeah. So I just want to give Paul a bit of a slap over the head because that
1: last bit of that that voicemail, where do I get an internet to sell? <laughs> that's good. It, it, I think it was, you reckon that's good. Well, I thought it was quite witty uh, because it makes the whole question, now you're not sure if he's poking fun <laughs> at, at internet marketers or not.
0: Exactly right. He's like, he, he might be just taking the piss.
1: He could be taking the piss, but I think we should address it anyway because there's probably someone thinking that internet marketer is a career title.
0: Now, we are going to answer this question on behalf of everyone. Um, I know Paul well enough. I've met him at a couple of my meetups. Um, He's been a member of my forum, but I think we should answer it on behalf of anyone who's thinking of entering the world of internet marketing. So first of all, let's define what internet marketing is and then let's talk about who it's suited to. All right. So how would you define I am, Jimmy? I
1: would say that it is purely a marketing channel, it's it's just referring to the channel of marketing that is internet-based.
0: Mm, that's right. So it's using the internet
1: to sell things. To market. To market. well. And then it comes down to what your definition of marketing is. Yeah. And being, being such a small business expert, I'm sure you have a wonderful definition.
0: Well, I love defining marketing is it's what you do when you can't go and see someone.
1: Okay. I have a different one. <laughs>
0: I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Like yours will be out of some Kotler kind of No, text not at all. Like. I'd,
1: I'd, I'd hey? be saying it um, it's basically letting people know that you exist. Because the the people would be usually a group. Put it this way. I, I don't know if you, where you sit on this one, but the better you are at marketing, the less requirement you have to sell.
0: I love that. Marketing, great marketing generates inquiry and it generates warm inquiry. And generally the inquiry will Uh, The person who's making the inquiry will be familiar with you and they'll trust you. And there'll be a long way down the purchase kind of, what do you call it, purchase cycle because they're kind of already into you, you know. That's the type of marketing I love, which I call helpful marketing. See,
1: when you say it's it's what you do when, what is it, what you do when you're not there? Or it's something? what
0: you do when you can't go and see someone.
1: Well, let's see, for me, I'm, I'm automatically thinking uh, autoresponders and systems, and, you know, that yeah, could totally, describe totally. something else.
0: But You think about it in an ideal world, if, t- if, if time was limitless going and sitting with someone, whether it be for a minute or an hour, it's a pretty good way of kind of getting across who you are, what you've got, building trust, doing a deal. It's just not,
1: it's just not, it's not practical. You know, this topic really does fit nicely with stuff that's been on my mind lately. I I just pushed out an amazing podcast episode about there's no holy grail and the one thing you really must focus on in your online business. And And it fits with this, like people should not think of internet marketing as a career. That That is not correct. You are a business owner or practitioner and you're using the marketing channel of the internet uh, as your specialty and and that's, that's where if someone's tempted to call themselves an internet marketer, what they really are is a business that's primarily using the internet as their communication channel.
0: It would be akin to saying to be akin to saying, oh, I'm a TV advertiser, which is like, no, you're not. That's just a China way you promote your business. Exactly. You it's, a,
1: it's, not what you, it's just not what you would say. I'm a, I'm a radio advertiser.
0: Correct. Correct. You're not. Like it. Right. Uh, right
1: ra- I'm a radio marketer. So
0: channel to market, with it comes some things that are really peculiar to the internet.
1: Yeah, well, this is where the hammock comes into it because the internet offers us some obvious Advantages and some obvious disadvantages um, over other mediums. So, the obvious advantage is tremendous ability to leverage. We, you know, we could be here in, you could be down there in Melbourne, <laughs> I'd say Melbourne, and I could be Melbourne. up here in beautiful sunny beach suburb of Manly. And we can still communicate over the internet with people in other countries. And we can also specifically tailor our message to a a very distinct, uh, niched down or niched market of people. Like we could go onto Facebook and select a p- particular age and interest and page that people like, and just put our message to those people. So it's very specific and it's very leveraged. It can also be operating while we're asleep. That that is a, a you know a phrase that comes up a fair bit. We can have our website live twenty four seven, marketing and and selling our business so that's pretty cool they're the things that attracted me to it and there have been it's relatively an inexpensive channel to set up too it can be a really low barrier to entry like any 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 mum, dad or kid can get on the internet start market. they could get a facebook thing and start plugging away on an affiliate link like it's so easy to access Or eBay. Set up an eBay store. That's some of the the downsides are that it's so easy to access. It's very noisy. So for example, if you take a higher barrier to entry business like direct response mail, you can still be very specific with the lists that you get a hold of. It just requires a little more capital and, and investment up front in the sales copywriting and the stamps and the envelopes and postage, but and there's a longer time cycle between when you send it and when you get a result. However, it, mail gets a high open rate and you can have tremendous results with that same with your medium of choice timbo is live presentations what like that's you? that's a very oh, intimate okay. medium you, you get the instant feedback when you're talking to people in in a face-to-face yeah. environment you have aside from one-on-one it's probably got to be the highest conversion ratio possible compared to a video on a website or a podcast like if you can one-on-one speak to a group of people at the same time, it's kind of leveraged, but very me- very personal medium yep. and high conversions. Uh, just a little more intensive on resource. You know, you, have, you get, you've got to manage your energy and finances. You've got to go places and and stay places and catch planes. And
0: I went to Fiji yesterday for twenty hours. There you go.
1: I went to <laughs> Los Angeles once for uh, a one-day conference, and oh, what? I went there on on. The plane, hopped off at night, had a few hours' sleep, did the conference, went straight to the airport and got back on the plane and the same crew that flew there were on the return journey and they oh, looked at me twice like,
0: Yeah, what's going on you there? You look
1: familiar, like Would you forget? <laughs> weren't you on yesterday's plane? I'm like, Yep. They're like, So hang on, you flew to Los Angeles for a day? I'm like, Yep. I, I think to
0: back to VP's question. You know, it's like, is he suited? I think anyone's suited. It's a great business to start part-time too you know there's a lot of people i know a lot of people listen to my other podcast where they i call them cubicle escapees and they're not necessarily looking at starting a business using the internet they're just wanting to start a small business but certainly internet marketing allows you to start it a lot more easily and you can run it from home you can probably sneak a bit of work on it while you're in the cubicle too in your full-time job and um you know I, i think the one thing where you go am i suited to it it can be lonely you know, some people. You, you know, you, you can get your into your connections with other people via other ways. If you're an internet marketer, but it it can be a bit of a lonely existence. You find yourself trapped in a room on a keyboard for extended periods of time. What do you reckon about that?
1: Yeah, I think that the some of the skills you'll need if you want to be good with the internet marketing channel is you're probably going to be better at it if you're a little bit disciplined and strategic about. What it is that you're doing when you are on the internet? Like, are you? Here's here's the thing people should be focusing on, right? I'll I'll give away the punchline: is focus on an offer that converts, because that's that is what matters. If you don't have an offer that converts, whether it's yours or someone else's, whether it's an email or a purchase or whatever, then you're wasting your time. All the rest of it is bullshit who cares about the font color or the size of the pixels on your banner or whatever. If you don't have an offer that converts, you are wasting your time. So a good internet marketer is going to clearly define what the the measurement of success is. What do you want to happen? What is the result? Do you want the phone to ring? Do you want someone to click add to cart and then check out to put money in your account? If that is the measurement of success, then, a good internet market is going to be fairly strategic in breaking down the process of what has to happen for the offer to convert and then implementing and you know executing the things that need to happen. So you can do all of that and still manage to avoid all the crap that's coming through the inbox with any number of exciting offers to distract you and appeal to your self-prescribed entrepreneurial ADD which seems to be some kind of epidemic amongst experts, evidently. Yeah. Uh, How many videos are there? I've got ADD. I'm like, really? Or maybe you just have a weak-ass discipline. So discipline's going to be good. Analytical or strategic thinking is helpful. There's a couple of things that I'd throw into the, Mm. the mix.
0: Yeah, yeah. Love what you sell kind of i'm, I'm 20 oh,
1: what if you sell tampons though and you're a bloke do you do you, well I, I suppose you could think that well they are great tampons they're made of high quality materials the research groups have said they're better than the other ones or whatever that i guess you've got to sell with integrity you shouldn't yeah. sell hope and rip people off i've come
0: across a number of internet marketers the last couple of days i well last week i visited a business called costumes.com.au which is a purely online play got a big warehouse out in the suburbs of Melbourne but um, run by two IT, founded and run by three IT geeks none of which have any interest in costumes whatsoever i mean
1: their words not mine yeah well i don't think you have got to love it no no they love the systems they love the process That's it. it's de- it's redefining which bit you love you don't have to love the costume i think you should s- sell Costumes that uh, are good for consumers. I think you should think about your customer. So that let- I quite liked Jimmy. Just to digress, I quite liked the Bavarian barmaid. You like that one outfit? You could get a job in a German beer house with that. <laughs> there's one of them. There's one of them running around on the back of a bus somewhere in Sydney, and it's got <laughs> it's it's got very prominent front parts uh, of that uniform.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole.
1: I think they're doing a bit of a pun on the word jug,
0: R- right? Okay, lovely jugs. And Jimmy, I could see you in a bit of a, I don't know, sort of like a, sort of like a Pinocchio type setup.
1: Or no, yeah, I'd be going to black curly wig. I'd be Slash. Uh, Sounds there you like are. he's a party boy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be Slash. You'd have to do a lot more
1: drugs though than you currently are, which is zero. All right, well. If- so which, yeah, it's which none. So. <laughs> I had to get that in. <laughs> I don't even have beer in the fridge. I mean, like. Uh, so, mate, um,
0: righto. Okay, so w- uh, we don't need to go into any detail about what you could do if you chose to use the internet to market something because we have done that. Uh, infinitum if that is such a word in previous episodes so go back through the back catalog of freedom motion and you will we talk about webinars we talk about affiliate marketing we talk about creating products we talk about all sorts of stuff and I, and I must say though again it's kind of topical in my world at the moment because I've been interviewing a few people about this stuff is eBay you know it, it's it would appear to be one of the easiest places to start it's a made it's a ready. Set go marketplace. It's got traffic. It's got a, a tried and tested formula. So, you know, if you really wanted to test something, find a gap in the marketplace, focus on an offer, find an offer that converts, and um, might be a good place to start.
1: Thoughts on that, Jimmy? You know, well, why don't you have an eBay store?
0: Uh, well, I don't have a store. I mean, I use eBay. To, we're moving house next week. So
1: I uh, use Gumtree.
0: Yeah. Oh well, that's another marketplace if you like.
1: Well, I mean, the the look the, the simple business model is you find something in your house that you don't want anymore and take good photos of it and write something compelling about it and put it on one of these listings and sell it. That that is literally converting something into cash yeah. using an online marketing channel.
0: Falls into wine oh. VP Vineyard Paul is into wine. Uh, I wonder what, what what could he flog. I mean, wine would appear to be not necessarily what well, seems the obvious solution, but there'd be some other things he could make a training course. He's pretty passionate about. It. I looked at his blog this morning before we came on air, and uh, he blogs a lot about helping other vineyards kind of sort themselves out on social media and various other forms. So maybe
1: that's funny. When I heard Vineyard Paul, I thought that that was his name, and that his parents were <laughs> wine aficionados.
0: Yes, well, that would be unusual. Hey, Vineyard,
1: how's it going? But you know, like it's it's not out of the question. I think it is. You do, yeah, yeah. No, no, I would I'd like love it. to get a listener vote on that. But yeah, but sure. I was sure. prepared to to just accept that his first name was Vineyard. Well, I'll right now apologize to all listeners called Vineyard who are listening. Yeah, if your name's Vineyard, <laughs> please leave a comment.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I'm going to back that up by saying. Um, railway Yard, I deeply apologize. I didn't mean to offend you. Uh, and uh, Truck Depot, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like… <laughs> oh, that's stretching it <laughs> Not a really. Bit. Not really. It's just, you know, Vineyard, Truck Depot, Railway Yard, all cut from the same…
1: What, is, what are some of the best eBay listing descriptions you've written? You must have had some wonderful copy there, some insights I, for us.
0: I actually have an uh, unfair question because I can't remember. But one thing I am completely… Uh, Against the use of Comic Sans, particularly in fluoro colors, uh, as, as the font of choice for your headlines <laughs> in eBay. It just, you know, I think Comic Sans may make a return at some point, but not in the near future. Just stick with Ariel. Or is it Ariel? Hey, there's a question. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I, I'd say Ariel. Yeah,
1: see, so I'd say Ariel. That's a Melbourne, Sydney thing. Have you got, um, do you have a play- Do you say, you say Maldives or Maldives? Maldives. See, I'm I'm being re-educated to call it Maldives.
0: What about uh, shopping mall or shopping Mel?
1: Oh, mall. There's no question. No question right
0: about there. that. You know um, the analogy of Sydney, Melbourne. Sydney is Melbourne's the conservative brunette,
1: and Sydney's the big buxom blonde. Okay. Roll with that. We're digressing.
0: At least I am.
1: So I, uh, do you know, our first episode was in February 2011. You, as 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 comedic partners, you should
0: at least support me in jokes that both work. And- I'm I am no, supporting.
1: No I, I even put in a chuckle.
0: Go back. You I know, laughed. you just said, oh, "Okay, then."
1: I did. I laughed.
0: If that's a chuckle, we'll go with it. But uh, down in Melbourne, <laughs> a chuckle's like this. You ready? <laughs> like that. Chuckle. Yep. There it is. Right there. You know. Again, I'll be,
1: I'll be corrected. Um, there you go. I'll, I'll support you, mate. Yeah. What a, what a. What a month! February 2011, we published.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we will. Um, we'll hit our straps at some.
1: Wow, we're we coming up to. Does that means we're coming up to five years.
0: I don't reckon you will. Yeah, I don't think you will, and I don't think people want you to. I'll
1: we'll get there somewhere. I'll, I'll turn funny. You watch just like that somewhere out of the blue. Wow! Bang! No, I can. I'm. Cap- I yeah. can change.
0: Look, I just think that's no your role,
1: no your place. <laughs> what well, they want me to be, you know, the serious unfunny try guy. try to be funny. You can. You can be hilarious on this show.
0: Do, of course. There's a there's a, there's a friends of mine who is two stand-up comedians. They're, they're trying to get the numbers. They're bloody hopeless marketers. Hello, Troy and Zara. Yeah, I'll try it. In two weeks' time, they're doing this stand-up comedy thing. Um, it's called Stand Up For Yourself. I just want 10 people. That's all, just 10. And we spend two days together uh, creating a five-minute stand-up routine from scratch. On the night, right. on the last night, we are put on stage at a pub in Inner Melbourne. Mm-hmm like a Seinfeld stage, you know, like black curtain, spotlight, microphone, microphone oh, on stand, uh, audience away you go.
1: If I was forced into that, I would I would probably just steal my friends' jokes if I was at a pinch.
0: Well, that's really interesting you say that because yeah. most people do that. Like that that wouldn't be a very that's not a unique approach. I have also just finished Steve Martin's biography called Born Standing Up, right? Mm. He there's a moment in his career where he he because up until then he was using everyone else's jokes yep. and he was a night where he said you know what as of as of right now everything every gag is unique is mine and that's when he started that's that was his turn. See, I, I,
1: I really like the original path. The, the main challenge that I've been having is that I'm just not funny. So I've got great material in my own mind, but no one laughs at it. It's like invisible humor. Do you? Do you get a do you get a little oh, I, internal? I crack control? jokes all the time. Yesterday I was particularly funny. I was cracking <laughs> amazing jokes. Gold. And you know, I can get in a role. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Jimmy James, got a role. So some I there are some people, There's not many, I'll grant you that. There's like just one or two people who laugh at, at when I'm in my funny mode, they can laugh at me.
0: Are they just being nice to you?
1: Well, I just like to hang around with them. Yeah, they yeah, make yeah. Me that's feel right. good.
0: Ring the crowd. <laughs> no, maybe they
1: are. Maybe they're just very kind.
0: Next time you are on a roll, just ring me. Yeah, just ring me. Okay, will
1: you? I will. I'll I'll call you yeah. when I'm in a hilarious mood, <laughs> and we'll see what I can come up with. Oh, I'd love
0: that. Now, Jimmy, have we answered VP's question? Like, uh, I'll give you an example of one. No, don't. It, it don't. It's now seen. You sure? Where, well, this is this is where it all turns to shit because. Now you're going to try and recreate a time when you were funny. And it's like that's, humor doesn't work like that, I don't think.
1: You've uh, got to okay. be
0: in the moment.
1: All right,
0: Go on, do it. Go on. We all, we all want to see you.
1: Well, I was, down, I, was, no, I was down here at Shelley Beach and I saw this sign and it's like all the things you can't do. Like you can't pick up shells off the beach. You can't fish. You can't even feed the fish, right? Then I'm just wondering – if I'm surfing at the Bower right there in the reserve and I get eaten by a shark, am I going to get a fine for feeding the fish at the same time? Like yeah, what a bad that's day that's would that be? There's probably the bones of a joke, right?
0: Bones of a joke. You, would, you could work on it. You could,
1: work, you could work, work on it. I could get a proper comedian to turn that into something.
0: Yeah. That's where, that's where they're good. Yeah.
1: So so set up is, reveal. I've got, to work on, I've got to work on one part of it.
0: Yep. Yep. Love that. I love the process comedians go through and Steve Martin talks about this a lot where they just, you know, they carry their little book and they write their little ideas. Like they would write that down when they got out of the water and they'd at some point go back on that and go, how could I work on that? And if you've read, if you've read any of the stuff around Saturday Night Live, you know, that famous show out of the States years ago, I think it's still on actually. Um, but, you know, those guys, Belushi and all those guys would just sit around the back and just, you know, have fun. In fact, I listened to uh, – we. I think this is still relevant. We're still in the internet marketing world. I, there's yeah. a great podcast that I'm listening to. Can't remember the name, but it's Alec Baldwin interviewing <laughs> really famous people in their homes. Okay. It's, oh, man, it is so good. And um, yeah, uh, he. Strong what's branding. That? What's that? Strong branding. Strong branding. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> um, but he interviews Seinfeld, and um, that was a wonderful interview. And, and Seinfeld talks about how just him and Larry David for 99% of the time. That Seinfeld was on air. They were just locked in a room and would write and toss around ideas and, and build on them. You know, no interruptions. Leave us alone. So, is it called? Here's the thing. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a ripper. If you, if if Vineyard Paul and Rail Road and Truck Depot and all those guys were to stop listening to this podcast, yeah.
1: Which I they
0: may well do. after. I don't think that. there's anyone listening anymore right yeah. now. I mean, we are—we have digressed so often that it's you know, There's no one left. That's okay. It's just you and I. So, um, but that's the podcast I would suggest they listen to if they're going to drop the ocean. If they're going to swim away,
1: then head over to here's the thing. Do you know what? Um, some little interesting tidbit though. Mm-hmm. A quarter of our episodes are listened to um, several times. Nice. Like of all the downloads we've ever had one one quarter of them are repeat listens
0: I get that a lot on my podcast too I, people like it's because there's, there's a bit of sort of education and entertainment you mm.
1: know well maybe 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 just replaying it back to see if I really did laugh at at your joke or not or yeah, yeah it's uh, like they yeah. they want to share it with, with someone that. else and, and laugh out loud at our incredible dad jokes etc who knows
0: titbits a funny phrase isn't it yes because like What's that about?
1: I, I like uh, – my dad actually, speaking of dads and uh, uh, humor, he quite often likes to point out the origin of things to me, where these things come I from, like- these strange expressions. And if I could remember one single one of them right now, I would share it with you. Can you ask him about Titbit because okay. – Titbit. I'll send him an email and he'll spend um, he will spend some considerable time researching it because that's the kind of guy he is. Funny guy? Yeah, he often writes to the paper for the little jokes column, like column eight or whatever it is. <laughs> Love it. He gets published in there a bit. Uh, mate, a bit hey emergent. Jimmy.
0: Yeah. Go home.
1: Yeah. Well, no. I'll go, I'll, yeah, I've got to go back to my birthplace. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll come down there and share some good vibes. Yeah. in The, the Melbourne environ
0: Yeah, yeah. The Byron. Um, <laughs> dress warmly. Uh, it ain't. It's cold down here. And mate, uh, Vineyard Paul, thank you for your um. Your uh, voicemail,
1: uh, listeners. You- Stimulus. Wow. Well,
0: I, I think we answered it somewhere in there.
1: Yeah. for your, You've prompted a, a very good discussion and we've, I think we've concluded that we are not internet marketers. We're business people who use the we internet love it, as buyers. a marketing channel.
0: Jimmy uh, and other listeners, if anyone's still there, yeah, uh, you can head over to freedomocean.com and find an entire archive of ways and ideas of becoming uh, something.
1: Years, years and years worth of stuff.
0: Years and years worth. And um, if you want to send us a voicemail that we will address on the show, then um, please do. There's a little button there. It's called Speak Pipes, and you can just record stuff, and we'll play it. We will play it. If it's funny, we'll play it twice. Yeah, it
1: gets, it gets an extra chance if it's funny. Yeah.
0: Hey, mate, uh, enjoy Melbourne. Love your work, Jimmy. Uh, Until next time, I have no sign-off. So um, stay casual, Cincinnati, or whatever he says on Anchorman. Bye. Roger, roger.